I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit Bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. Welcome to Preach, Care, Preach with Rashad. We are the Prophets in an episode, another sermon coming at you from 12 Ounce Sports, uh, Zingo TV, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, AHA Radio, Spotify, anywhere else you can hear us. Uh, Rashad, what's going on, my brother? What it do, man? Back again. What you up to, man? Uh, how's the weather down there in Georgia? Oh, everything's good, man. You know, just been humid, man. You know, the, the typical... Uh, going into going into that summer weather man just a little humid but everything's good man just trying to slowly get out of the, the quarantine mode go out and get some meals back in the gym a little bit you know just the small stuff man but still overly cautious and concerned because you just never know man i've been hearing the the cases are spiking up around the world man and they got georgia projected pretty high right now so i'm a little <laughs> nervous <laughs> yeah i would be too yeah and being around a uh, metropolitan area uh, close to Philly, hour from Baltimore. Same same situation up here as well, man. Uh, hey, we everybody's out. The sun's out, and that's what we that's what we want to do. Man, it's just it's been I won't say hard, but you know it's been different not going to the gym like I normally would and just doing normal stuff. But I'm still just doing it within within reason, within moderation. I'm not going out here. Man, scoff, living reckless. Like. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, for real. You can't. As long as everybody stays safe, I mean, I don't see the world closing again. They lost too much money, and uh, they probably ain't got time for it. No, nah, if the economy go bad, man, the country going to be in trouble. I mean, it's already in trouble as is with everything going on in society. So, you know, the hashtag, you know, defund the police is going out and, you know, I've, I've been hearing some things about that too, man. A lot of police aren't taking too kindly to some of that, you know. But hey, man, they gotta they gotta protect the citizens, man. That's what they should be for. Yeah, exactly. Um, starting off before we get into our upper room, uh, Jamal Adams, man, requested a trade. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead and start with our sponsors. Uh, make sure if you haven't used my bookie before, uh, use the, the code Twelve Ounce Sports uh, for discount stuff like that, man. And uh, you know, you got you already got the odds already out. Uh, apparently, uh, so he he had the list of uh, seven teams that he had 
Um, who do you think? So let me run through the teams he, he got on there first. So he has the Ravens, Cowboys, the Texans, the Chiefs, Eagles, 49ers, and the Seahawks. Out of those seven, where do you see Jamal Adams going? Well, normally with trades like this, you're going to normally go out of conference. So I'm looking at Eagles or Seahawks, but my favorite to land him is the Seahawks. They, they, they've proven they aren't afraid to make trades. They went and got Clowney last year. He's BSing around about what deal he's going to take. They got enough space to bring Adams in at his current salary. They could probably, you know, uh, give him the money he's looking for. Um, I know they, they have uh, Quandre Diggs and McDougal, but I think if you get Adams, you'll figure it out. You, you will play a dime package to make it work. I mean, I don't see Seattle not accommodating him if they did get him. I think they could just say, forget Clowney. Let's bring this guy in. He still has a little more on his rookie deal, and let's go ahead and extend him out. I mean, they got some, some draft picks and some young guys they can they can send away if, if need be. Yeah, I'm I'm probably going to lean the Houston Texans. Man, first of all, how crazy will it be if, like, Bill O'Brien did all this stuff, traded Clowney, traded Hop, and then he get probably, what, a top 10 player in the league, Jamal Adams, and, and you know, everybody going to be, oh, you know, he actually did a pretty good job. So, you know, I, I think uh, it, it always it always kind of works out and balance out. So I'm hoping Houston Texans get it because I'm bullish on the Texans this season. I think I think we talked about Deshaun Watson. I think he can be an MVP candidate. I think Bill O'Brien has a good chance to be coach of the year because of the storyline. So uh, if you get Jamal Adams in Houston, man, psh, J.J. up front and Jamal on the back, oh, man. Man, the, the team that need the team that needs him is the Eagles because they got Jalen Mills back there. Man. So they need him. Man. But I, I think Seattle's the favorite, man. I'm 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 leaning Seattle. First of all, I don't know why they thought, you know, Jalen Mills, he can't cover that corner. You can put him at safety, you put him give him a little extra yards <laughs> so he don't get beat. I guess that's that's their logic thinking. But because, um, like, you know, the Ravens the Ravens secondary is already pretty loaded. So I don't think the Ravens would do it. And plus that's still within AFC. Cowboys, they're pretty much broke. They haven't even took care of Dak. They haven't even took care of Dak yet. So right. I don't know why the Cowboys would do it. So then you would have a dilemma of QB and Adams. Right. I don't. So I don't really see that happening. And then you say, well, 49ers, possible. Um, they, they, they ain't really got. Guys, they ain't really got no money either, though. Like, but they, see, they got some guys finna finna come off the books. Like, if, if you take his rookie deal on, then you know next year, I think Sherm and some other guys that come off the books. So if they take discounts next year, but you can pay Adams, so. 49ers, I can see that. Like it's to me, it's gonna be an NFC team. I can't see yeah. Jets saying stay in AFC. I just can't see it. I mean, they just gonna get the best they can because he doesn't. He said he would want to get traded, not saying he has to get traded. So I, I don't know. I don't know if it's a, he a, a full. He, he, he out of there. I mean, if, if he's smart, the Jets ain't going nowhere. So get out, please. Man, I'm, I'm waiting on Sam Darnold to go in and request one. Jets gotta go <laughs> blow it up. Jets, Jets trash. I'm, bro. I'm about to say the, if. if if you're a fan of the Jets, I don't know why. Like, what reason do you have to be a fan of the Jets? They're not a perennial division winner. They they haven't really won a whole lot of games. They the second best team in New, in New York. The third best team in 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 New York. Yeah, like, say third. Yeah, yeah, Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's crazy. I think let's see what their last ten first round picks. I think three are still on the team, and that's Darnold Adams and uh Quinn Williams. The last three they took. Finna be two. <laughs> Finna be two exactly. Um, I mean, well, I guess I guess Makai Beckton, who who they got, who they drafted? Um, was it Makai? Yeah, it was Makai. So yeah, yeah, yeah so, they got, so, so they, they got so they they, three, they took, three out of the last eleven. You know, <laughs> yeah, they, they took Beckton and they took a receiver, but I mean, they got you got Bill, go. yeah, you got Bill and Donald and the O line 
needed a lot of improvement for them to even be remotely good. I think Darnold yeah. could have a breakout year. I think he could. But th- th- their team is in disarray. <laughs> <laughs> they got a long way to go. Um, all right, so let's let's uh, let's get into the, let's get into our, our upper room, man. Uh, first of all, I guess we can go over the recap. Uh, we uh, we had the centers last the last week. Uh, who we had we had small small, small forwards, power forwards, small forwards. Um, who we let in? We let in uh, for, for small forwards last week. We let LeBron in, of course. Kawhi, uh, Durant got in. Paul Pierce, Melo. Uh, we, we had uh, Alex English get in there. Larry Bird. Who else I'm missing? Um, Neat. Oh, you know, dumb, yeah, Dominique, Grant Hill. Hey, last James week, Worthy, Dr. J. We had one of the best nicknames ever, Mellow Get In, man. It's... Oh, we finna, <laughs> get the, we finna get to the point, guys. I got some more nicknames for them. Okay, you know, this, okay. This, you know, man, we got we to gotta critique these nicknames, man. Bring, bring real nicknames back. I don't want to hear no doggone TB12. No A Rod, no D Wheel, hey, D Rose, D Twelve, D Hop, T O. No, man. I want a real nickname. All right, so let's 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 go ahead and get into the power fours, man. At point guard. In the upper room. Oh, oh yeah, we got about what from the retired section about what three or four? Yeah. Um. I mean, so so all right, so here we go. So we already know who the, who we both think right now is the best point guard of all time. Um, I mean. He he everywhere. Top ten player all time. Top ten player, so you got he got to be first to get inducted. Um, we all we all know him. This 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 is a great nickname right here to start it off. Uh, Irvin Magic oh, yeah. Johnson. I, that's one of the, that's one of the best nicknames, man. Uh, when he when, with the Showtime Lakers uh, back in the eighties and in the early nineties. Hey, you we you know it's crazy. I I didn't even realize like we were really one season away from a Shaq Kobe Magic lineup. Just one season. Like, man, that would be that would be crazy. Yeah, he did come back for a little while. He came back for a year. Yeah, you know, I gotta say this, bro. Your nickname is great when it replaced your real name. Nobody called him Irvin. His name Magic. It's true. He he go by Magic. Nobody out here. Nobody out here calling him EJ Irvin. (laughs) No, his name is Magic Johnson. You look up anything, it's a Wikipedia. You Google, it's Magic Johnson, not Irvin Johnson. His son named EJ. But, but, but for this for this legend right here, his real his nickname turned to his real name. Shout out Magic Johnson. Shout out Magic, twelve time All Star, five time champ, uh, three time uh, MVP, got a Finals MVP three times, man, uh, ten time All NBA. He might be the only player outside of maybe somebody else that we're gonna induct in the, in the Hall of Fame that has double digit points and assists as a career stat. Uh, I mean, being six nine, I mean, honestly, is really unfair. <laughs> but he, I mean, he played point guard, played center in the finals. That was iconic. Had the little sky hook like Kareem as a rook, as as a rook. And that's that's that, that's what's crazy. As soon as he walked in, immediate success, domination. And yes, he had another top ten player, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But you seen you seen even without him, he still got to the finals. So, um, Matt Johnson, he is the what the third Lakers, the third Laker uh, put in here. Uh, we had Paul Gasol, and we had. Uh, and we had James Worthy get in, um, so big game James. So yeah, we can count. We can count LeBron. He's the current Laker too. Current, okay, current Laker. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so another another Laker coming in here, Matt Johnson. Oh yeah, man. The, the resume speaks for itself. Top ten player all time, underrated defender, led the league in steals twice, running gun offense, four time assist champ, 
I mean, we can go on and on with this man accolades right here. One of one of the triple double leaders. Like we can go on and on about Magic. Man, right? He was, but we, but we 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 know he's a legend. Uh, arguably, you know, the goat of Lakers. Right. Um, another guy we got to put in, who I think right now is still the second best point guard of all time. I think he's first of all he is part of the best backcourt of all time. Don't care what nobody says from point guard and shooting guard. He's on the he's the one of the best the best backcourt part of the uh, part of that. Um, at first, he was the only guard to lead his team to a championship as the best player. I know other than the bad boy himself, Isaiah Thomas. Oh yeah, he definitely deserves to be in here. You know, he's Magic's. At one point, they were best friends, but they also <laughs> were on court rivals and as well as personal rivals due to. A lot of differences, but his resume speaks for itself too. Magic made nine finals, but Zeke was in that East uh, competing against, you know, prime Celtics. So he he made three finals. Could have probably went three and zero potentially. He should have went three and zero. Yes, it, the, know, the NBA guys on Lakers side that night. I mean, his his performance in those uh, those finals in that game six on that bad ankle, man, that was that was something crazy. Uh, and his resume is so underrated. You know, he only has five All NBA's and one assist title, but. I mean, dude was getting 20 and 10 in his prime, dialed it back a little bit, you know, to 17, 18, and they started winning titles, making finals. Yes. So uh, I think they made like five straight East finals, but of course they made three straight three straight finals, uh, 88, 89, and 90. He won a finals MVP, um, 12-time All-Star. Zeke, what else can you say? Hey, man, this – I'm trying to tell y'all, man. Chicago legend. I'm trying to tell y'all, man. Zeke is one of the best players. He get he he get killed a lot, and you know, even during the last dance, he got killed. But this guy, this guy beat Bird, he beat Jordan, and he beat Magic three in a row, like in the same play. I mean, we all we talk about that 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 Dallas team a lot with Dirk Nowitzki and them in 2011, beating what the Lakers, Kobe beating uh you know baby Kevin Durant and them, and then beating LeBron, but. Like I said, Durant and the, the Thunder, they was they was little babies. And he went through prime. He went through the prime of these guys. And, you know, I, I think I think that's getting overlooked a lot. He had he has a great great resume. Yeah, you know, reputation wise, he's taking a hit. And I just think that's part of every era. Like there are some parts of the game that aren't glamorized because when you think about NBA history, it would sound better if you say Oh, the league went from Magic and Bird straight to Mike. Then it went to Kobe <laughs> Shaq. Then it went to LeBron. But right. you know, it, it don't sound as cute when you say the Pistons, the like the Bad Boy, or yeah. like the Spurs with Tim Duncan. Like it don't it don't sound as good when you think about how the NBA wants the story to be told. So that's true. I mean, you got you, you kind of just got to accept that this dude got in and they had a great run. Um, R.I.P. Chuck Daly. They had a great run. And same for the Spurs. Duncan is a top ten player with Pop. You know, the Spurs and Pistons always get overlooked in the annals of history because everybody wants to glamorize those, those other, those other names. Yeah, exactly. The bigger market, should I say. Um, the next guy we're getting in, uh, he doesn't have a Finals MVP like the first two guys, but you're talking about a guy who can do it all, and he's when you when you see him in public, don't look like a basketball player. And that's John Stockton, Utah Jazz. Um, the lead leaguer in steals and assists, and those two will never be broken. Uh, you're talking about a guy who's been, you know, very, very consistent at a high level for a long time. What, 16, 17 straight playoff appearances? Uh, one team got to the finals twice, a lot of uh, Western Conference finals, but, you know, sometimes you couldn't get over the hump. But, I mean, we already put his teammate in, Carl Malone, and John Stockton, you, you know he was going to follow him. 
Yeah, without Carmelo, you know, Stockton wouldn't have his numbers, and without Stockton, Carmelo wouldn't have his numbers. That that right. pick and roll was dead. That pick and roll was deadly back then. Uh, and in this era, man, Stockton was the perfect fit. You know, he was a, a 84, you know, what, 50, 40, 80 type of guy. You know, in his prime, averaging about 16 and 10, uh, probably about you know, about two and a half steals. One of the most durable guys ever. I mean, he was normally playing almost every game every year. Nine-time assist champ. I mean, come on. <laughs> Two-time <laughs> steal champ. He is a I point mean, guard, the true point and then guard. You got, and you got to think about Zeke is a better all-around player than Stockton, but somebody may look at, oh, well, Zeke is only five-time all-NBA and Stockton's 11-time all-NBA. They can make the case that they can say he's better or he made five all-defensive teams. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, man, it just depends upon when your your peak is and the area you're in. So uh, I think Zeke's better than Stockton, but Stockton definitely belongs uh, in, in this in this class that we're presenting right now. Yeah, and, and definitely uh, also depends on like you know how your team is actually built because if you want if you don't want a scoring first point guard and you, you want somebody to pass the ball Stockton you got. Oh uh, yeah, man, Stockton that, that dude was an animal, man. Like people 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 hate to play against him, man. People some people say he played dirty, but I mean to be to. his size <laughs> to, to, to be yeah to be his size and basically like a regular looking guy like the dream team goes over. To Barcelona, and you know he like a regular regular guy walking around. So nobody, to, nobody to comes a, to him. <laughs> yeah, so like to to be a regular looking guy, but actually have a game. Shout out to John Stockton, man. Definitely, uh, another guy just like him, um, but more of a triple double alert. Uh, Jason Kidd, you talking about a true a true uh, leader uh, from the point guard position? Uh, everywhere he went, it just it just. You know, winning follow uh, when he was in Nets. Go to the uh, to the finals. Back to back finals, man. Go to the Mavericks. I love Tim Duncan, but that first year with the Nets, Jay Kidd should have got the MVP because he transformed the Nets from lottery straight to the finals. I love Duncan. That was one of his best seasons ever. But I would have voted Jay Kidd for the MVP that Jay, year. Jay Kidd, no matter where he go, Phoenix, you go to the Knicks. They was on when he was mellow. They was <laughs> at the top. Uh, but then obviously, when he was in Dallas, when they went through that that great run, they won the championship. So, um, you know, this this is a guy, man, because all he needs is a, is a score with him, and he can go somewhere. I mean, obviously with Melo and Dirk and Vince Carter, you you he had the guys, and he got to the finals, and you see him now, one of the best, you know, not I mean, not one of the best coaches, but as far as IQ wise, like you see why he always, he probably always be on a coaching staff, and why he got a head coaching job so fast, uh, what twice already, uh, and now he's on now he's on the Lakers, so. Um, I mean, triple-double alert, baby triple-double. I mean, 12, 12, and 10. <laughs> but, but, uh, hey, hey you still hey, racking them but up? But racking up, right, exactly. So, I love Jay Kidd, man. Yeah, man, I, I love he's – a, he's a big guard, too. And, like, you know, if you look at his basketball reference page and his scoring, you look at, like, ah, he wasn't really a great scorer. Then you look at the field goal percentage, you're looking like, yo, this is terrible. <laughs> but he did he did have games. I know there was a, a famous duel between him and Steve Nash where they were you know they were both going crazy in the game. So Nash could get buckets when he wanted to, but he was he came up in that era of I'm a pass first guard. So mm-hmm. he always deferred on that. And at one point in his career, he was known as Acing because he, he didn't have a J. <laughs> but uh, resume is impeccable, man. Like he's a triple double alert, great defensive player. If John Stockton didn't exist, Jason Kidd would be number one on the steals and assists list. But hey, number two ain't, ain't bad either. Yeah, number two, hey, he he 
It's not bad. It's not bad, especially how far Stockton is. It's ridiculous. Um, another guy. You talking about? You talking about nicknames of nicknames? I'm gonna let you go ahead and and and, and talk about them first. Man, a top ten nickname of all time, man. The Glove, <laughs> Gary, Gary the Glove, Peyton, man. And he and his. You know, his prime, he was a dominant player, you know, getting 20 and 9, still champion, defensive player of the year. Those Sonics teams were winning 50 or 60 games for a good while. He uh, got a ring on the back end. Hey, you got one. Saw that matter. They can't say GP didn't get one. <laughs> one of, probably, what, one of the best defensive guards, if not the best defensive guard ever? I mean, you're talking about a guy who's, I mean, as far as, like, Body control, definitely one of the best. Um, he he even said it, man. If he, you saw the numbers when uh, he wasn't on Jordan versus when he was a primary defender in the finals, and I, I don't, oh, yeah. you know, Sonics probably still lose the series, but you you know what kind of impact he has if you're doing that to the, the quote unquote goat. So if he's doing that to Michael Jordan, what what is he doing to everybody else? And you got Kobe and, and Kevin Garnett, who's who's looking up to him and asking him, hey, how how do you do this? How do you do this? You talking about? Yeah. The- yeah, defensive tips. Yeah, defense. Like, so I mean, if you want to learn how to play defense, you watch Gary Payton, man. And even even if the hand checking thing, well, you know, was a big deal. I mean, hey, he it, it, like, it wasn't. It, I mean, there was there was the they played in. So that means you got discredit everybody who played in that. Exactly. Like, nobody so, going around saying Pip a bad defender. Nobody saying MJ a bad defender. But all of a sudden, GP, oh, he all he did was hand check, or exactly. or, or he can't he can't he can't shoot. <laughs> I mean, he I mean, like all that stuff, like the post up. The post-up game was his post-up game. game was crazy. He, he he could hit a mid-range if needed. I mean, and over time, his jumper got better. I mean, I about everybody's say, not going to beat a dirt, stiff type of shooter. I about to say, everybody everybody always credit Kobe to being, like, the copycat to Jordan. But Kobe took a lot from Peyton uh, as far as, like, like defensively and offensively. Like, people don't realize, like, he learned he learned the post moves from, from Gary a lot, too. So, you know, how he be able to, to – to, you know, keep your body controlled and be, you know, how to uh, uh, turn around on them. Like, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of things that Gary Payton had done to the game. And, and like, I wish you, he had a lot of stops, man. Even when he was the LA Lakers, man, if, if Shaq and Kobe didn't start feuding and Kobe didn't have his troubles, he could have had two of them things. So, um, you know, it, it is what it is. But Gary Payton, man, one of the, one of the best, the glove, best nicknames. You're right. Oh, and one of the best trash talkers ever. Ooh, boy, I, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. He, <laughs> He he probably got inside my head, but me and him have been talking all day. Hey, he he kind of got it. That makes you want to fight out there for real. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, and probably the last guy that we got automatically that's retired uh, before we get into, you know to the other parts of it, uh, Steve Nash. Um, I, I always think of Steve Nash as probably the the best criminal in the NBA. Um, robbing two MVPs. From two top ten uh, all time players, so uh, Nash. I mean, we we know what Nash is. I mean, who who knows if him and Dirk stay longer, what would have happened? Uh, would they have won a chip? You know, we don't know. But when he got to Phoenix, and you talk about just how you talked about uh, when Kid went from the Nets and they went from lottery to finals, same thing with the Suns. They was they was at the bottom end, and I might then turn the system. Boom, with Sean Marion and, and Stoudemire. Oh, we at the top and. Um, yes, they couldn't get through the humps of the Lakers and, and, and uh, who else was there? Um, the Spurs, but he everybody can't everybody can't lead point guard. That's why we say wings win rings because it's hard for a point guard to get over the hump and get through. And you know, Steve Nash is one of the guys who couldn't get through. 
Yeah, his, his team changed multiple times. They had Q Rich, he ended up leaving. Joe Johnson ended up leaving at, at one point. I forget the exact year, but Sean Marion got traded to the Heat. So, it, you know, for the most part, and even when he had Amari, Amari spent some time injured. So the constant <laughs> was always Steve Nash. So, right. like, like you were saying, like, he's the best, he's the, the most valuable player, and in some respects, the best player on that team. But as a small guard that doesn't play much defense and really, you know, he controlled the game, but at times he did control it because he wasn't always taking some of those major shots. But, yeah, I think he's a, a definite lot. You know, two MVPs, which, you we, we, we like you said, we do debate did he deserve either one because Shaq's 05 was great, uh, propelling Miami to the East Finals. And then his second year, I thought, if it was if it was in today's era, Kobe would have won an MVP, no doubt, because Russ won an MVP on Story like a line. six seed team. So yeah, you know, yeah. So so you know, with that that best player, best team narrative, Nash got two MVPs, five time assist champ, seven time All NBA, one of the best passers ever, and just his story is great, man. Like he was unrecruited, unheralded, very small guy, Santa a lot of back, yeah, a lot of a lot of back issues, but. Uh, what he made himself into is a phenomenal story. So uh, I think he's on the Warriors staff now, consulting, working with Steph and Clay and all the guys. So yeah, yeah. his his career has been lights out, man. So shout out Steve Nash. Yeah, shout out, shout out Steve Nash, man. Uh, you know, it, it's crazy. Like he he didn't he didn't get to stay healthy when the Lakers tried that little their own little big the, team. The experiment. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all of they couldn't stay healthy, man. But if he was if he got to if he got the Kobe, man. If he had got with Kobe Prime, like, it's it's crazy. It's crazy how many points Kobe would have had, like, for free. <laughs> Already man, a top we, five we, scores. While we talking about Kobe, man, let's go into these three active dudes, the guy that could have gotten traded to, to play with Kobe. Another decent nickname, kind of basic. It's just, it just initials and number. Chris Paul, CP3. Hey, man, Chris Paul, first off, he's a dog, like, Cause we think we think about Gary Payton and Steve Nash. Is he not the the, the child of them two? Like when you put them together, like this guy is nasty on defense, can pass to any make any pass on offense, and on top of that, he go he can get, he can he can take over the game himself. And and he he just like Steve Nash and Payton to the extent where you couldn't get over the hump as far as a championship uh, as the guy. But if if Chris Chris Paul got in a situation where he was with, with uh, James Harden, they was hamstring away um you know you get you get on a thunder team who you made a bet that they wouldn't even be uh close in the playoffs and you dead <laughs> man chris paul said take your money <laughs> wherever chris paul goes winning follows like the hornets were almost a dead stop him tyson chandler d west pages yes. they turned the hornets into a good team he goes to the clippers they turn into lob city and people criticize the Clippers for, you know, not winning a title or not making the West Finals at some point. But when you really deep dive into their years, you kind of can see why. Because uh, 14, that was a Donald Sterling thing. I think that was Doc's first year there. Then 15, they beat the Spurs and got beat in the second round. They, that was probably the year right there in 15. But, mm -hmm. hey, things, things go how they go. Happen, and, of course, then after that, you know, it's – more Blake injuries, Chris Paul injuries. So you only had a small window, and they're getting injured, and you got Golden State and them taking off. So yeah, I, and then, then of course the Houston thing happened. Well, he got traded to Houston, had a lead, 
hamstring. So, you know, things happen, man. Things like, happen. His legacy yeah. is complicated to a certain degree, but, I mean, I think Chris Paul is one of the yeah. four or five best point guards ever, and his resume is a 10-time, you know, multi-time all-star, assist titles, steal titles, all-defensive team, all-NBA. Like you said, what he's doing with OKC now shows you his greatness. Yeah. Oh, I think this this is the reason. Why, not, I mean, obviously, everything else he did before the season was, was, was great already, but this season here – puts him in, cements him in as one of the best point guards like, of all time because you're talking about he's playing with Sha, who's a point guard. He's playing with Schroeder, who's a point guard. All three of them play. He's playing with Danilo Gallinari, who I think is one of the best scorers in the NBA, but he always get hurt. And then you got you got Steven Adams, who, you know, his role is not to score. And and yet those five together and, and the coaching, and they just, they just mesh well. And you're talking about OKC team who – you know, starting next month, they might get up to a Fosse. You know, it's it's possible. So it's like these guys are these guys are dangerous, and it's all because of Chris Paul, man, and his leadership on what he's done. So CP3, I'm not gonna rank that a high nickname, but a hey, no basic. But but hey, Chris Paul, it got a little read to it. It, it do. It's, it sound good, but it, he is one of the best best point guards to ever play, man. Uh, I love Chris Paul, man. Six time steel champ. That's just crazy. Like he 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 he's get. He's Gary Payton and Steve Nash, and they had a child. Like, but he's like to an extent where he can take over the game. Man, yeah, man. If, if he wins a title, oh, his his legacy goes up a whole nother notch. Yeah. yeah, and then a lot of people want to blame him for the Clippers thing, like you said earlier. But if your best two players are always hurt, DJ and JJ Reddick are great players for what they do. So it's like when they get hurt and you have to lean on them more, you can't. You how much? How much do you really expect? So. Um, you know, you got, you got to give Chris Paul a pass. I mean, I mean, he, I mean, injuries happen, so they happen. So, not to worry about that. Um, oh yeah. Another guy who you know, some people got him as the best point guard of all time. Uh, actually, pump the brakes. Hey, <laughs> but he, <laughs> hey, he actually got a, he actually got a fire nickname. To, to be honest, though, like, and Drake put in his song, man. Chef Curry with the pot, man. Steph. Cooking it up, oh, yeah, man. From, from Fitty, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when, when Drake uses your rhymes, man, you know you done made it. Hey, hey, you know, hey, th- th- them light skinned brothers linking up by you, man. <laughs> but yeah, Steph, you can make the case for number one, but I'm not doing it. No, I wouldn't do it either. No. Yeah, his legacy is great. I mean, outside of the not having a whole Finals MVP thing, which he should have, Eagle Dollar, they, they gave it to him because LeBron didn't get 50. But Steph Curry's <laughs> legacy just, is – I think that is the most crazy Finals MVP ever. Man, like, it's asinine, bro. Like, it's, it's asinine. Because, because you – Steph's you... legacy should be complete already, but because they want to play games, go, well, LeBron didn't average 45, 50 points, so <laughs> we're, we're going to – I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. 
Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes. You just gotta find what it do only had like nine points itself. Like if all you gotta do is stop me from getting 40 or 50, that's not finals MVP. Hey, that's, that's you're right. And I, I think that's what's always going to be the like the shadow behind Curry is like you don't have the finals MVP like Magic, like Zeke. Um, you know, when we talk about the greatest of all time and is he a top ten player? That's why people put him there, but everybody in the top ten got a finals MVP. So nah, he he's not top ten. Yeah, I think he's you know in that top. I'll say top twenty to be safe because it, it depends how you look at eleven through fifteen. I'm gonna just say top twenty. But this, this man, this man is greatest shooter ever. Two back to back MVPs, 50, 40, 90 club scoring champ, steal champ, greatest shooter ever. I mean, almost undebatably so. And he's gonna break every three point record that he is. I about to say if he if he didn't shoot so much from far away, he'd probably be for uh, the 50, 40, 90 club every single season because he gonna get over forty three point percentage. He gonna get over ninety in free throw. So it's is if he is if he can get more layups than, than shoot a lot of three. But this pretty, guy, pretty much, <laughs> this, this guy, man, he's gonna be top ten all time in scoring when he's done. Because um, he gonna he shoot too many threes and he gonna get there faster than everybody else. So uh, I mean, he's already what thirty years old now. Um, and I don't even he got he got a, he at least six to eight more years. Like even just at a prime, just be shooting, level, pro- probably last, four, yeah, pro- yeah, probably four. And then if you just take if you hypothetically put Giannis on this team and kind of give him a secondary role, Ooh. I mean that's another five six years. At it. He can play to you forty. Forty seven. Because the shooting does not go away. You can play to no. you forty, man. Shooting as, don't go away. As long as, he gotta, as long as his ankles and stuff hold up, he good. All he got to run. All he got to do is run from three point line to a three point line. Giannis to do the rest if that was to happen. <laughs> But and yeah, he gotta do that. He, he starts shooting half court with the range he got. Man, but yeah, Curry, man, it's it's he's he's undeniable. I mean, you you he's been the best point guard in the league for what, how many years? At least four or five, like without debate. Yeah, you yeah you got Chris Paul and Russ and, and Dane will always come battle him and at who number one for this season. But consistently, he's always gonna be he's always gonna be one or two. You know, so therefore he's gonna be number one. Um, and I mean, I don't know if he win. I don't know if he win another championship. I don't think he ever gets back. If unless you know he take take a secondary role, like you say he, if he become a secondary player, then he probably get there again. But as the first, I don't know. And if, if he never gets that Finals MVP or has a ch- another chance at it, I think that's always going to be his like his only blemish on his resume. Yeah. Even though he so we died. got oh yeah definitely we got one more guy that's a lock and then we got to get into some heated debates. Man. Yes, yes, yes. Let's, let's go we, knock we got him some out. Deb- go ahead, uh, Russ. I mean. You can't average triple doubles three straight years and not make not be one of the best point guards. I mean, you two time scoring champ, two time assist champ, so he can do both, right? Got an MVP, and it's crazy that his all NBA's he kept falling. Start declining. He kept and falling. He got triple doubles. He get triple double first team easy. Oh, you do it again? Nah, second team. Oh, you did it one more time. Third team. So I, I you know it's, it's crazy, man. but. I do like him with the Rockets. I think with him and Harden, if they stay together for, let's say, four more years, I say Zeke and Joe Dumars are the best backcourt of all time. But that's because, you know, the the success, the, the longevity together. And these guys can play together. These two guys are elite. And 
you, you you've seen when Dr- I knew it was gonna be a perfect match, and uh, when they both on the court together, it's it's hard to stop both of them because they can go take you on one at any given moment. Uh, but Westbrook, man, I I, th- I think his talent undeniable. He he's he's just too good. Yeah, a, a title similar to Chris Paul, a title would complete his legacy. But even without a title, I think he Russ yeah, is the he man. He, 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 he's one of the best ever. From 2015 to 2020, the dude is averaging 26.5 points, 9.7 assists, 9.3 rebounds, and and basically basically two steals. It's 1.9. So so basically I mean, basically if he do what Lucas on, Lucas doing this year, six straight years, that's crazy. Don't, the only thing you can knock him for a three-point percentage, but hey, everybody's not born to be a shooter, right? So if you put a shooter around him, who need you don't? They're Harden, he don't need to shoot. <laughs> I could, I didn't even think about it this year. Like, can Westbrook shoot threes? Because he do everything else. Yeah. All right, man. Let's, let's go and get into uh, guys who we didn't put in automatically. Uh, let's start with the retired guys. So, um, one of your favorites, uh, from your favorite team, Tony Parker. Um, you're gonna have to convince me, man, because. All right, so we this is where we have to set our base, right? So Tony Parker, obviously a four-time champ, four-time All-NBA. He got a Finals MVP. Um, oh yeah, six-time All-Star. And you know when you when you put in when you it's like it's like when you think of like Tony Parker and we put in Paul Gasol, you think of that the international level, and it's kind of like uh, to me you kind of view them differently. I, I don't know if you feel that way, but I know I do. It's kind of like when you think of the when you think of Parker, you'd be like. Yeah, or Gasol. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So you know, it's like you don't hold them to that same standard as a, you know, as a Russ and, and all these other guys. Like you'd be like, well, Parker, he he's from France though. But like you know, so <laughs> um, so give me give give me your debate why he should be in the upper room. Well, for one, we mentioned the Finals MVP. He was undoubtedly, in my opinion, the best player on that 2007 Spurs team. Mm-hmm. Six-time All-Star, four-time All-NBA. Same credentials as Pagasol, made the finals five times during his run, won four, uh, so four and one with the Spurs. From they won the first, he, he won his first title with them in 03, and of course, the last one came in 2014. During that time span, regular season, averaging 17 and six, shooting 50% from the field. When he's when he's on the court, blinding speed, I mean. He could, he could create a mismatch on almost anybody. Right. So, you know, of course, we want to say the Spurs system kind of helped him, but as part of the big three, winning his trio ever, I mean, I think it's hard to, to deny Tony Parker being in here. I mean, it's the, the only the only thing I can – all right, so, so do you think during Tony Parker's prime, you would say he was the like one of the best point guards? Do you, do you agree with that statement? Because you know, because if he, if you're saying he's one yeah, of the dur- best, dur- during his era, you would have to say he was top five, and depending upon your order, you could say he was two or three, because he came in the league in '02, really started hitting his stride around '03, '04, '05. So that's basically Steve Nash, Tony Parker, J. Kidd, Chris Paul, and D. Will. Mm-hmm. Depending upon your order and how you rank them, you, you can have Tony Parker at three, or you can have him at five. Um, Career-wise, better than D. Will, and even in the prime, you could say better than D. Will. Um, I think you would definitely have to give Nash and Chris Paul to nod over him because of what they did for their teams and right. skill set stuff like that. And even Jay Kidd during that time, Jay Kidd made those two finals early on and stuff like that. So, but it still just kind of depends upon your order and what you do for your team. 
Yeah, I feel um, and, and like I said, it's because I view them differently, the international players differently than I do, you know, American-born players, and that just I guess it's just how our my, my mindset is made of on, on it. Um, what Parker did, I mean, putting France on the map um, for guys like the Rudy Gobert's, the Batum's, the uh, the um, who else you got over there? Uh, you got a lot of uh, uh, who's the guard? Uh, Evan Fournier. Uh, all these guys that, that came through after him, and I, I think I think I think that will can help him put him over because he, he's kind of like a pioneer, which is like Dirk and, and Paul Gasol. And for the guard position, we don't really see a lot of international guards that came in and you know took the lead it by storm. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, I, I'll agree with you. Tony Parker does belong in the upper room. Yeah, in the playoffs, I mean, he averaged over twenty six times, and he hit some clutch shots. I mean. Think about the the easy go to is that reality theme. But like before all that happened, Tony Parker hit like two or three of the clutches baskets in the game. Like he's yeah. not known to hit step back threes, but he hit a step back three over LeBron Nasty. with the shot clock winding down. So, <laughs> hey, so yeah, man, I, I think he, I, I think Tony Parker's in. And he got he got one of the best nicknames, man. TP man. <laughs> Trash, but hey. I'm, Hey, hey, Tony, I'm sorry. Drake and CV had to hit you with a ball in the club. Hey, that's <laughs> hey, that was crazy, yo. I forgot and, and, about and, that. And, and, and now they cool. <laughs> <laughs> Tony didn't want to smoke, man. He didn't want to smoke. Um, I feel bad. He didn't end with his first. Man. He had to go play for the Hornets, and then he got the lead. I'm about to say, at, at least it was with his uh, former coach. I, I don't know. If I was TP, I would have went somewhere where I knew I was going to win. <laughs> Not. I, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that kind of sucked. Yeah, that kind of Who cares about the last year? Um, yeah. Another guy that's retired, Penny Hardaway, um, part of the show, the showtime with Matt with Shaq uh, down there with the Magic. Uh, but then he, you know, he had to carry the team, and the injury started rolling up. So I, I guess I, I guess what I want to say we, we put Grant Hill last year. Last year, mm, we put Grant Hill in last week, and but he had these All NBA dominance. I am the best player. Can I be in the league seasons? And I don't know. I don't know if Penny had enough of those to to warrant. So so Penny Hardaway, and I think he's one of the greatest points. I mean, I, like as far as like prototype, he just like you wanted him like he's like Magic Johnson and and what he can do: score, defend, uh, dunk on people, make everybody else look good too. So I mean, he got everything you want for a guy to be in the upper room. So uh, what do you what do you lie on on Penny Hardaway? Four-time All-Star, three-time All-NBA. Him and Shaq made the finals, and if it wasn't for Mike, they probably got back again. And if it wasn't for Nick Cannon, they probably win that title. And who knows <laughs> right. what? And who knows what happens then? But yeah, that's um, true. It's true. You know, just on just on body of work, uh, Grant Hill had more. Grant Hill had six undeniable years, and he was in some elite categories. And then he had a secondary career, just a good role player. Uh, Penny didn't really have that as a role player. He kept trying to get back, but he just he never really could hit his stride. I'm about to say when he as was a, the Suns, as, a, as a role player, he was the Suns. Him and Kid was pretty, you know, they were pretty solid. You know, they made the playoffs, but yeah. yeah, you know, he was he was trying to get back, but he never really could. Um, went to the Knicks later on, but once his knees and everything went, uh, his career kind of took a downturn. But one of the more iconic players, you know, Little Penny commercials and stuff like that. <laughs> right. uh, similar to that Magic Johnson mold, 6'7", 200 pounds. He could have, he was definitely headed towards Hall of Fame status, but um, I'm sorry, Penny, I can't give you uh, my vote. But 
he does go down as one of the best nicknames from the point guard position because he's another guy yeah. just like Magic that his name is Penny. He don't have yeah, no other no. name. I don't, yeah, nobody, no, I, nobody's I even, out here saying. I can't even say his first name. Saying, nobody out here saying Anthony. His name Penny. Man, I ain't got time to be saying that name too hard to say. It's hard, too hard to spell. Penny, give me that name. <laughs> oh yo, he was great though. I mean, I, I, I feel like, I feel I feel kind of sad that he don't get in, but um, but he he definitely he definitely in the hall of good um, easily. Um, what about uh another great nickname right here, Mister Big Shot? Yeah, Chauncey, he's an interesting case, man. Um, five-time All-Star, made back-to-back finals with the Pistons. Of course, they went to, you know, six straight East finals, but they were the 2004 NBA, 2004 NBA champions, lost in 2005 to the Spurs in a seven-game series. So they, it's not like they got blown out. They were right there to the very end. Right. Made three All-NBA teams, two-time All-Defensive team. And on his 04 championship team, he was the finals MVP. So looking at the resume, you're thinking that sounds pretty impressive. But it's just one of those, like you said about Parker, was he ever one of the best guards in the league? You know, I don't think he was considered amongst that class, even though the playoff success would back him up. But I just think when you're looking at – when you say the name Chauncey Bills, do you really think about Greatness. one of the elite guys? Yeah. And then, you know, I'm thinking about – can we really not induct a piston from that championship team? Like this, this where like the, <laughs> this where like the the mix comes in at man because it's it's tough. You know, as saying, a piston, he averaged sixteen and six, which is pretty good. You know, similar to Tony Parker's numbers, uh, resume similar to Tony Parker's as well. So it's just kind of like where do you draw the line? Well, I'm gonna let you go ahead and give your your spill on Mr. Big Shot. Cause see, it's it's different. Like if we, if we just let's say we just give it scrapping everything and talking about Billups versus Parker, like are we really going to you know not Billups because he didn't have Tim Duncan? Like you know does, does Parker ever get four without Tim Duncan? No, <laughs> that's an easy answer. Yeah, and it's like yeah, I highly doubt it. So it's like with Chauncey, it's like I mean he had a rip, he had Tayshawn, Rasheed, and Ben, and they was all you know they was all good players and but he didn't have that great player like like. You know, like uh, part uh, Tim Duncan with Parker had so, and then plus he was a late bloomer too, man. He started off in Minnesota and then he didn't really hit his stride till he got to Detroit. So yeah, so you know that that, that plays a part in it as well. They were they were more of a, a committee team. Like, they were more of like yeah a, yeah 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 you know an all, all for one type of team. They weren't hey you go out here and get thirty every night. Type I was about to say he won the Finals MVP. So I mean he probably to be to be honest he's probably the most consistent player out of the out of those Pistons guys. But I don't necessarily know if that's good enough. Like, because Rick Hamilton led the team in scoring. Ben Wallace was the defensive guy. And you didn't get over the hump till you got over Rasheed. And Tayshaun was the defensive, like, perimeter stopper. So they all had a different roles. And I think he played his role great, too. And, you know, I, I don't know if that is enough to put him in the upper room. Because, I mean, from a point guard standpoint, it's not like he out here doing Steve Nash and Chris Paul things, making everybody else better. Um, but he was a leader. I mean, <laughs> that counts for anything. Yeah, he had a lot of clutch shots, and then you got to look at um, when Carmelo made his only West Finals, Chance was his point guard, and you combine his um, playoff numbers from Detroit and Denver, he's 18.6 assists, which is pretty good, you know, and I mean, he was always great from the free throw line, always around 87 to 90%. He was a pretty good free throw shooter, but um, it's a tough call. 
but oh man <laughs> when, when, when you hey let's come back to let's let's just come back to him let's come back to him um yeah we'll, we'll come back to him all right so what about the kevin johnson's the mark prices and the tim hardaway of the world i you know i think i think i think they was all guys that i, I love i love kj man but it, it's hard to they say he deserves to be in, even though he has a compelling case. I'm gonna say Mark Price even does too. He got four top ten MVP finishes. I mean, I'm not saying that's you know they ain't like his number one, number two and three, but you know it's top ten nonetheless. And Tim Hardaway, man, we talk about Irish with the crossover. This guy <laughs> was the crossover king at one point. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I think they were they were mostly um, good players as far as you know a piece to help win a championship. Kevin Johnson with. Kevin Johnson with uh, Barkley and, and Tim Hardaway and, and with the TM, uh, run TMC. So it, it, I feel like they, they they great as far as like a moment in time, but not a career where we're going to remember them. And they, you know, they're, I love KJ too. So, but uh, I, I, just, I just can't put none of them in because I think we opened the Pandora's box if we let all three in. Yeah, it, it hurts to leave KJ y'all because he's one of my favorites. I mean, his time with the with the Suns, man, dude was getting twenty and ten, and of course, in, injury cost him a little bit. Um, but KJ, I think the three K, 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 KJ, Mark Price, and Tim Hardaway—they're more like cult figures, as far as like Tim is known for his crossover and his time with the Warriors, and he like he's a legend amongst those franchises. And right. uh, KJ's the same thing; he's known for his time with the Suns, and um, you know, as the the mayor in Sacramento, all that kind of stuff. And Mark Price, he's known as a a cult-like figure with the Cavs, one of the few 50, 40, 90 guys as well. But, yeah, I, I can't vote. Yeah, I, I can't vote any of them in either, man. So, uh, yeah, I think they all great players, but they can't get in. All right, man. So, again, to the current players, they're still playing. It, it's it's a slew of great point guards. Like, this is I – w- I would say this, this is the time where all these point guards kind of like – I feel like they came at different times. They probably get in, and a lot of them are going to miss opportunities because not only is the point guard position great, the shooting guard position great, and if the all NBA teams are only the best six guards, a lot of them miss it. Um, you know, when you're talking about the D Rose of the world's uh, Rondo. Those those guys where Rose got an MVP was on was on the trajectory to you know be one of the greats. You know, the injury kind of cost him a little bit. Uh, Rondo, you know, part of those championship teams, um, you know, great defender, uh, great assist leader guy. So it, it's and then you got the 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 Kyries, the Dames, Kimbas, the John Walls. I feel like they all. I don't know if anybody really separates themselves because I want to I want to deep dive on Rajon Rondo, man. Because I think outside of D Rose and Kyrie, he has like the more detailed resume, and you can kind of make a case, a pretty good case for him. As like one of those specialist guys that we talk about, like Draymond or Dennis Rodman. Right. Four-time All-Star, won the 08 title with the Celtics, let league and assist three times. You are mentioned his defense and stuff like that. Only won all NBA, but from 2009 to 12, you can make the case he was the best Celtic. And like before his injury, he was dominate. I mean, in the playoffs from 09 to 12, 66 games, dude was averaging 16 points and 10 assists. And he's not even – and almost seven boards, he's not even known as a shooter like that was a scorer. Like, he was basically a triple-double threat. Right. I mean, and then everywhere he's gone, man, to a certain degree, Willie has followed, you know, of course, the year in New Orleans with AD and Boogie. 
Uh, he made the playoffs with the Bulls, and before he got injured, they were up 2-0. They could have probably won that they would, series. They would have won that series, definitely, yeah. And, I mean, the only knocks on him is really just the Mavs won 50 games, but he he clashed with Rick Carlisle. And then, of course, when he was with the Kings, him and Boogie, the whole George Carl yeah. thing. But for the most part, you know, as a specialist type of, you know, phenomenal passer, high IQ guy, you can make the case for Rondo, but I don't think he gets in because he never really had that. He don't really just stick out like, man, yeah, he was yeah, yeah, a yeah. killer. He was a killer like that. I, I think Rondo is one of the best, like, we talk about guys, blue guys. I think he could be a, a great blue guy for a, for a championship team, which he was in, in, in Boston. Um, and you, you saw you saw him with Pelicans, the LMA playoffs one time, and he he was there. Um, but yeah, yeah. But I just I, I really just think all these point guards are just together and they clumped in together. And it's, it's not even because like you think of Kevin Johnson and, and Price and Tim Hardaway and even Penny Hardaway all coming in at the same time. Penny will separate himself. But then injuries brought him down back to the other guys. And we can say Rose was doing the same thing, rising up, and then boom, went right back down. We, um, you know, he had Rondo had his gap. Dame Lillard in the playoffs. I mean, granted, it's only for one round where he do something great as far as, like, you know, the, the shot that sent OKC home. Uh, it was another shot, I think, that sent Rockets home one year. So he, he got great moments. I think Kyrie Irving, the same situation where if, if, he, if he doesn't get LeBron, does he ever, does he ever be the quote-unquote best point guard in the game? Does he ever hit that shot? You know, of course not. But it's like, you know, he in in that moment he was able to do it. But you see when he goes over everywhere else, nothing really happens. Um, Kimber Walker, same thing. The Hornets, you know, he he he, he made playoffs twice, but that's it. And it's and from a guard's perspective, it's like it's hard to do that as a point guard. Anyway, uh, you know, John Wall, his injuries brought him back down. He he probably could separate himself from the pack, but that brought him down. And you know, the most hated guy at point guard position, Kyle Lowry, that everybody hates. You know, he's a late bloomer just like Chauncey. Um, but, you know, he's a champion or, you know, a past guy that, you know, that as far as glue guys, he won the best too. So, but I think it's like those guys are just so clumped together. And I don't know what needs to happen for one of them to separate themselves. Uh, when you talk about to be in the Magic, Zeke Stockton, Kid Peyton room. And, you know, I think it's a, you know, it's, it's an elevator floor from Hall of, Hall of Good to Hall of, uh, to this upper room. And, you know, they all on the elevator, but I don't know if the button worked. <laughs> uh, similar to Penny and KJ, it hurts to leave Derrick Rose off. I mean, three-time All-Star, rookie of the year, MVP, All-NBA. Duke was off to a phenomenal start. And then the injuries happened. He started getting shipped around. And, you know, now he's on Detroit just kind of wasting some good years. But um, it, it hurts to leave D-Rose off because Duke was trajectory-wise, he was definitely on that, that Westbrook type of path where he was going to yeah. be a lock no matter what. And same with Darren Williams, man. Three-time All-Star, two-time All-NBA. We were debating him versus Chris Paul. For long, to I, some, was, I was a D-Wheel guy. That's crazy, man. <laughs> and, and to some people, no, to, to some people, it wasn't a debate. But I think amongst most people, it should have at least been a debate. Uh, he was like 18 and 9, 18 and 10. And you know, yeah. with Jerry Sloan and that, and that Utah Jazz system, he was looking phenomenal with it. But then his injuries started taking a him. toll on him. and. Mm-hmm. And then he uh, he kind of started to decline. Uh, one of my favorite players of all time, Gilbert Arenas, three-time All-Star, three-time All-NBA, one of the most improved players. And then you look at the whole thing with the, the locker room and in, in D.C., and his career just went Downhill. a different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think the story of the point guards is either injuries or playoff success because Baron Davis, man, this dude's another great figure like that. 
two-time All-Star, two-time Steel Champ. She made All-NBA team. Can't but, forget guys like Starberry, you know, too. Yeah, you know, the injuries and situations just kind of take guys out of it. But um, similar to that Chauncey Billups resume, Kyle Lowry's going to be a hot topic. People are feel like, oh, he should be in, won a gold medal, six-time All-Star, just won a title with the Raptors, won All-NBA. No, Kyle Lowry is not a Hall of Famer. Like, when you look at what the Naismith going to vote in, yeah, he going to probably get in. Right. They let everybody in. That's why we're doing this. We're only letting in the exclusive greats. Right. Like, and that is, and we took a little heat on Twitter about Draymond. Draymond is basically Dennis Rodman of his era. He deserves to be in. I'm not sure why. I know, I know people hate the trash talking, but Draymond for his era is a – That got a lot know. to do with it. That got a lot to do with it because Dennis Rodman didn't talk. Like, he just let his play through the talking. And I mean, Dennis was just no. Dennis was just fun, like right. Yeah, yeah, Electra, yeah. Like yeah. you out partying, gambling. Like he didn't want to hoop and go home. Like, yeah, and go party. And so, and Draymond want to talk in your face, like he like he dropping thirty when he got the two assassins on his team, three assassins yeah. at one point. So, um, yeah, I can understand that too. But yeah, uh, so so out of the out of those point guards we talked about, anybody? I mean, I mean, I guess obviously you said playoff success is the only way they can get in. So as of right now, I'm gonna vote for all those guys I said no, uh, but. Yeah, yeah, Derrick Rose is a no. Rondo's a no. Kyrie hit the, one of the most greatest shots ever, but six-time All-Star champ, two-time All-NBA. He's the one who has the best case. If him and Durant go do something, he's on the fire right now for his comments. But right. if if Kyrie wins another title, he will be in for me personally. Um, yeah, I mean, need Kyrie, some more from Dane. I, I, was, I would say Kyrie would have the best resume because of the championship with Cleveland and you know possibly having the best player in the East. You know, we know what happened when he the best player in the East. He go to the finals, and he got he get get another opportunity to make another big shot. So, uh, he he has the opportunity. Uh, Dame Dame not leaving Portland. Dame and Kimba, they 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 need some more. Yeah, but see, Dame won't leave Portland. Kimba was smart to leave uh, Charlotte to go to Boston, but um, but Dame says Dame won't leave Portland. He's never he he may cost himself to get into the upper room, but I mean maybe maybe his maybe his you know when his career is finished that his talent is too undeniable like a Westbrook. You don't need you don't need a title to win. Um, and say, maybe same thing with Kimball being on Boston. You know, he's going to have opportunities in the playoffs now so to, to make his time shine. Um, and I would say, man, uh, it's, it's, it's two guys that's on my track list that I think going to make it. Um, and being, it being an ice tray, man, that's all I got. Being, being ice tray. And then even – I mean, he's on one year, so I guess we can't really talk about him, but Ja a little bit. Like, for what he was done in one year, Grizzlies was rebuilding, and they in the playoffs because of him. Like, you know, he got on the team and everybody else – it's like everybody ascended with him, and I don't know if it's because of him and he bring that gener- like that energy to Memphis, but they they're there. But Ben Simmons and Trey Young, bro, these guys is just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, Ben Ben is on that same mold as you know Magic and Penny, far as like you no know, that that body type and mm-hmm. what he can do skill wise. So if he keeps doing what he's doing, he can definitely get there because he should. He's gonna be one of the best defensive players out there, and stats wise, he should pile it up. And he's not even shooting jumpers yet. So if Ben starts shooting jumpers, it's over. You, you know he's gonna. <laughs> you know he's gonna take another level. Right, he might win the fifth play. Trey, like, man, I'm a I'm a big yeah, sense believer, bro. So <laughs> yeah, then you got Trey. Trey's in that Steph Curry mode. So even if he just come out and just start obliterating three point records. Making some All Star teams, no, he could be on his. No, he could definitely be in his category in a few years. But him and being another eight to ten years, we'll kind of see where they're going. I'm about, I'm about but to say, before we go ahead, I'll say before we get out of here, man, we got to 
decide on Chauncey, man, Mr. Big Shot. Man, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't think I can do it because because of Dame and and Kyrie's and and, and the Rondos. I feel like I feel like they if we let Billups in. They have to get in, and you know our upper room can get a little crowded if we start doing that. Um, so I think I'm even though he got the Finals MVP, it's not it's not like if Dame had a team like that he couldn't do it. I mean Aldridge and all them guys left him, he still made the playoffs. Uh, Kimba with Boston now, and all these guys, Kyrie with Nets, they all have opportunities to to do what he did again, and you know they may have more opportunities. So. Uh, I'm gonna say no, man. I just, you know, Mr. Big Shot, great nickname, but I can't. I just can't do it because we do it. The Pandora box might be open. Yeah, I was trying to look at like, you no, know, James Worthy's resume and see where I landed on it. I'm still on the fence, but I, I mean, I think, you had to vote. You had to vote. You had to vote no, so he, so he's out. I'm about to say, I think but, J- James um, probably just a better player, and that's that's crazy. He was number three on his yeah, team. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, see, see, James, James has those titles on his favorite too. So yeah. Uh, I, I mean, hate to do it, but what yeah, would you man, do? Mr. Big Shot, I, I can't do it either, yeah. man. I want to, but I can't. It's crazy. You, I'm a Ben Simmons guy. You a Trey Young guy, and I think those two are the only trajectories that you know outside of maybe that we see. Like, if they go on the outside path they're going, they yeah. they in there, and I think they separate themselves above the rest of their peers. So um, that's the upper room this this uh, this week, man. Let's recap real quick. Magic in. Zeke yeah, in. Yeah, we got yeah, we got ten, man. Stockton. We, 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 we didn't hit twelve this week. The glove, J Kid, uh, Steve Nash, Chris Paul, Westbrook, and Curry. And then we let in TP, the Frenchman, uh get in here as well. Um Shout out Tony so Parker, man. We only got we only got 10s. Hey, so right now we're on the track. So um, you know Yeah, we still got our over undergoing of, of sixty. So <laughs> 12, 12 power forwards, twelve small forwards, and with we got ten point guards today, so 30, 34, man, with two positions left to go. It's not bad. Not too bad. Not too shabby. Uh, make sure y'all check out Rashad's uh, article before we get out of here, man. Um, uh, top 10 quarterbacks over the age of 30. So, uh, y'all check that out on our website, man, preachcarepreach.com. So, and we just handed out, hey, Kev, we got them 10 keys, man. What them 10 keys going to? Hey, they going to the, the upper room. <laughs> 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 All right, man, preach, care, preach with Rashad. We out. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new bacon duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new pepperoni bacon duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle bacon duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.